G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, as you may have heard in much media coverage about the 2014 AIDS conference that's on in Melbourne. And of course, our hearts go out to those families of those members who were on their way to the AIDS conference from overseas who were on board Malaysian's airline flight uh, MH17. But talking through some of the issues today with the AIDS conference and with HIV, the disease, and with political correctness, uh, it's good to be able to welcome back Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, uh, there's mixed uh, mixed feelings, mixed emotions which go with this particular AIDS conference, given that there were about six people on board MH17 mm-hmm. who lost their lives on their way here. Uh, but there are thousands and there are very high-profile people who are attending this conference, and you're concerned that in some ways this particular disease, HIV-AIDS, is politicised or political correctness reigns whenever anyone talks about it. Mm. Yes, well, sadly, this has been the case from day one because it has to do so overwhelmingly in the West with actually one thing only, namely male homosexual activity. Uh, It's always been politically protected instead of treating it as you would any other infectious disease with uh, contract contact tracing with, um, you know, uh, quarantine, the the at-risk group trying to prevent it from spreading to the community at large. None of these basic steps that we use in any other similar sort of situation were used here simply for fear of offending the homosexual community, for being accused of being homophobic and so on. So instead of containing and uh, keeping in check this very sad tragedy, um, we've actually, well, made it worse. We've actually promoted it by so bowing to the knee, if if you will, to the homosexual community instead of putting public health and safety as our first concern. And you're taking aim at the Victorian government, uh, particularly, as you say, reckless and irresponsible in some of their approaches to the way they deal with these issues. Yes, uh, our health minister here in Victoria just recently announced that he would try to amend a law which uh, had been on the books for a few years now in which anybody who willfully and deliberately spreads the HIV virus would uh, be, of course, uh, meet the full force of the law. And, well, uh, well, well they should. Uh, you know, it, it's a death sentence on anyone, so to deliberately try to give this to somebody else that should be a criminal activity, but now, again, because of fears of political correctness and so on, he's looking at amending this law and he's talking about getting rid of the stigma of HIV-AIDS and so on. Well, uh, come on, again, the health and safety of the public are at risk here, and uh, 
Instead, we think political correctness should take first priority. What you seem to be saying is while that deep level of compassion that comes from the Christian heartbeat is towards those who are suffering a dreadful disease and oftentimes innocent people who have had nothing to do, nowhere to blame in contracting that disease, there is a sense in which there are some answers to this that are being hindered by this level of political correctness. Yes, oh, absolutely. And again, all Christians are concerned about anybody suffering anything. Uh, however, if there's kind of willful activity or lifestyles which are leading to more of a behavior, then certainly the old principle uh, prevention is better than cure should apply here. We have plenty of Christians, of course, working in AIDS hospitals and so on, showing the love of Christ. Um, but it makes sense from a public policy point of view to try to do what we can to minimize the spread of this deadly disease. And, of course, we do it all the time with other similar problem uh, lifestyle choices. Uh, well, look at cigarette smoking. Governments do everything they can to ban smoking, to make it hard for people to smoke. It's outlawed in public places. We have what are called sin taxes. You know, we packet of cigarettes should cost, what, 80 cents or so, but it probably costs, I don't know, no idea, 10 bucks a packet nowadays. Why is that? <laughs> Governments trying to deter people from doing what they know is really harmful behavior. But here, in a similar case, male-to-male sex, which makes up about 75 to 80 percent at least of all HIV-AIDS cases in Australia, instead of trying to deter that dangerous lifestyle, of course, Governments are bending over backwards to promote it, to celebrate it, to say it's wonderful, and uh, nobody should object to it. So it's a kind of a schizophrenia on the part of many of our governments where they rightly take a stand on other lifestyle choices, but on something like this, they go in the complete opposite direction. And Bill, to say that you are an authority when it comes to these areas of uh, strained relations, <laughs> homosexuality, the name of your book is Strained Relations mm -hmm. and uh, point people to it, uh, have a read of Bill's book called Strained Relations. But with the number of people diagnosed with HIV in Australia at 20-year highs, mm -hmm. uh, what do you, is there a simple answer? If there is, what is that simple answer? Well, we know the answer, but again, it's not politically correct, so it's never going to be uh, heated, unfortunately. We know, again, as I said, the great majority of cases of HIV-AIDS in the West are due to male-to-male -male sexual activity or intravenous drug use. So obviously, if you want to curtail these number of cases, you discourage that kind of behavior. But the government will never do that. In fact, as we said... Uh, governments everywhere are promoting homosexuality and trying to uh, give special rights to this lifestyle, which is not very healthy. It's a high-risk lifestyle. So there's things we can do, uh, as we've done with other infectious diseases, but most governments are too fearful to do the right thing, so we simply get more and more cases of this, sadly. So we're dealing with a deadly disease. You're saying that if the policies of government were about curtailing the lifestyle, mm. that would be a helpful thing. But the policies of government, because of political correctness, mm. are in fact about promoting the lifestyle, right. which actually promotes the deadly disease. That's right. And of course, HIV AIDS is just 
one, you know, of many health risks associated with the lifestyle. Uh, for that reason alone, we shouldn't be glorifying it. We shouldn't be promoting it. We shouldn't be giving special rides to this group. And yet that's exactly what we're doing. So it shows we don't really care too much about public health and safety, but we do care greatly about promoting a politically correct cause and a very vocal minority group. And Bill, when it comes to a Christian approach to the issues of AIDS and, as we've been discussing, uh, the issues of homosexuality, which, of course, many Christians uh, take a uh, an opposite, non-politically correct position and they mm. promote marriage between one man and one woman, mm. it's a very hard position to even hold on to for some mm. people. But uh, getting the right balance there for Christian believers is very important. Mm. That's right. It's it's the same old story, not just here, but with any issue that's controversial, socially uh, uh, hot potato. Uh, you obviously love the individual, seek to help them, pray for them, work with them, and if they're open, uh, you know, you can tell them the truth. You don't have to be gay. There is hope. There's tens of thousands of people who've left the homosexual lifestyle, who've been set free gloriously. I know many of these people. So for those who are interested in moving out of this lifestyle we as christians have real hope but also on the public policy level we don't have to support uh policies and legislation that actually is going to be harmful to the rest of the community so it's hard to get the balance right but i think we have to do both have a sensible public policy in place but also reach out in love and uh, with the gospel to our homosexual neighbor. And Bill, just finally, the idea of support and prayer for a cure for this deadly disease, HIV AIDS, Mm. and uh, at the same time recognizing that uh, this is the... uh, uh, the contrast in this conversation here, it, knowing that while we would like to see that happen, while we'd like to see that prevented, it mm. does appear that governments are working against the cause. Well, again, if you deliberately promote uh, behavior or lifestyle, which we know is this harmful and high risk, um, that's not helping things. It's like uh, government pouring money into the tobacco industry, sponsoring tobacco pride marches, having uh, tobacco-friendly rounds at the AFL, having, you know, cigarette uh, uh, rights meetings, the whole bit. I mean, just think how foolish that would be. We'd say, come on, this is not a healthy lifestyle. This is not something government should be actively promoting. But that's exactly what they're doing with this other lifestyle. So that's, uh, you know, the real problem that we have to deal with. Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. I'll point people to your Culture Watch website. Just Google Culture Watch, and the one of the latest articles there is called HIV and PC Madness. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. All right, many thanks. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.